a very warm welcome to our Whispers of the Soul podcast, where we host conscious conversations with a spiritual and soulful twist. We and our guest speakers talk about life-changing events orchestrated from our soul, so that we can raise the profile of our quieter and more softer voice that comes from our intuition. So stay with us for your next soul download. Whispers of the soul. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode on Whispers of the Soul. I am Sally. And I'm Sibby. And we are here again, not disappointing you listeners, because we have another amazing guest with us, uh, who is Pam Sido. She joins us today. And Pam is a radio presenter who works at BBC Radio Derby. And um, things started for her, you know, quite a long time ago. We're talking 22, 23 years ago. Um, And she is a qualified mindfulness practitioner. So, you know, we're we're looking forward to delving into that um, today and currently works as a mindfulness and well-being coach. Pam's also done lots of different things um, over the years, including things like Reiki and NLP, nutrition, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, she has a wealth of knowledge. Um, and we're so excited that you can join us today. Welcome, Pam. Welcome. It's great to be here. It's yeah. lovely to see you. Great to be on this side of things because normally I'm the one interviewing. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> I know. And that's so interesting as well that, that working at, um, you know, at, on, a, on a radio show. I mean, that's that for me would be so exciting. And I yeah. think, you know, working with other people and having other people engage and working with listeners I mean, what an exciting um, job to have. It is. It really is. I love it. I absolutely love it. Because I love music as well. I love talking and I love music. So uh, I can put the two together and it's a dream job. And that's um, how we met, isn't it, Pam? Sibby <laughs> <laughs> came in to do uh, a book review, a literature review. And um, I know I've been doing reviews with you, Sibby, on the books for a couple of years, but you'd always yeah. been on the phone. And I'd always yeah. thought, oh, who's this lady? And I love her choices. <laughs> um, and, and then you, you walked in last time and it was um, great. And it was. It was thank lovely. you for inviting me to be here. Oh, it's great to have you. We're, we're sure that we're going to be diving into lots of whispers of the soul. Yes, definitely. Oh, I like whispers of the soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's <laughs> exciting. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> now I, I, I'm tempted. Let me just ask one question. I know I'm not interviewing here, but uh-huh. I have to ask you one question. Why Whispers of the Soul? Why did you choose that name? Well, when we when we came up with the idea for the podcast, and we kind of knew the 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 types of things that we wanted to talk about, or the or the types of people that we wanted to have on. And it was very much about intuition. And we were trying to think of a way of like encapsulating that weren't we what yeah. is intuition you know how do you hear it how yes. are you yes. guided by it and I, I um I put together some I called them soul practices and one of them was about the the honoring the sensitivity or the sensitive side of us and this idea that the ego tends to shout and, and try and get attention and the soul is is more subtle and quieter and it's mm. sort of you you have to quieten down and create the space to hear that as opposed to you know, which actually we're going to get onto this with the mindfulness. I was we? just thinking, yes. as um, in really it's nice. A, it's a nice tie, but it was just like, for me, it was when I was first experiencing it, it was like, oh, it's sometimes it's almost like a whisper. And if you blink, you miss it. And you've got yes. to really just, and then I thought, wouldn't it be interesting to get people on? Well, we were discussing, weren't we, getting people on within the sort of the alternative health, but 
you know, various different fields, getting them on to talk about um, how their lives changed when once they'd heard it, but but then secondly acted on it or trusted it because mm-hmm. that's the that's in my opinion is the hardest part. Yeah, something might land, but then you might not do anything with it. Mm. And we've just had the most incredible. Yeah. incredible guests and stories where they've actually their whole life has changed yeah it's been amazing from from listening to that whisper of soul yeah and you amazing well I love it and I definitely feel like I'm in the right place because um <laughs> I love to talk about whispers of the soul and this is one of the things that I do through the mindfulness is I just help people um quieten down that noise so that you can tune into your intuition tune into yeah. what's inside uh, because I've always had that through my life. I've always been quite intuitive and um, I've always searched for that missing piece, always looked for, there's got to be more, you know, there's got to be more than, I remember as a child thinking there's got to be more than what I'm learning at school, what I'm getting from my family, what's around me. And it was like, well, where is it? And then that led me, as you said, um, you know, to to do a lot of different trainings, a lot of different courses. I just went on a quest, yeah. um, a search for that missing piece. And and I really do feel that um, I've got it, but it's not a, a destination. You've probably heard other people say this before as well. It's a journey. I'm still on that journey. Yeah. But it just, I know how the pieces fit now. Um, and yeah, I, I think it's just uh, incredible how... We have this amazing, um, we have more inside us. You know, we we only use so much of the conscious mind. Mm-hmm. And if we can just bring ourselves into the moment, we can start to use more of our abilities. We can start to, even if we're using half a percent more of the conscious mind by just even simply being present in the moment, which I can talk about in a, in a little while of, you know, different techniques of how to do that. Uh, we can really tune in to uh, the whispers of the soul. We can tune into our intuition. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know, uh, you know, might be people watching or listening right now or even yourselves, you know, sometimes we can think, oh, you know what, that makes me feel sick to the stomach uh, because it's a it's a no, it's a bad feeling. It's a no, don't go there. It, our intuition is saying no. And then sometimes it's like, you know, excitement, that that joy, that excitement that's inside just comes up mm. and it's a yes. It's like, yeah, do that. That's right. Um, and that's, that's how I got into the radio as well, because I just felt, I felt um, a very strong intuitive pull towards it yeah. and I'm doing all this work. And it was the same Sibby when you asked me to, to come on this podcast, I just intuitively thought, yeah, I didn't know anything about it, but, but yeah, it's got to be done. So yeah. once again, thanks for, for having me here great to have you it's amazing and that internal compass that you're saying it can it can be such a guiding force can't it if we Mm. if we hear it and follow follow through and it's I always think of it as another form of intelligence that is not you know necessarily been recognized in the way that it deserves to be actually Mm. I think Albert Einstein did a quote about that didn't he where he said we're overusing the rational mind and forgetting the the gift of the intuition mm. i've completely ruined that quote because that's not exactly how it sounds <laughs> but, but he was he was very um very tapped into spirituality as well wasn't he you know mm. and and we be, it, i i remember feeling when i was young when i didn't know any better that um <laughs> science I, you know science was here spirituality was there you know because that's kind of how society made us feel yeah. Um, yeah. that they that they weren't linked and then as I began 
you know, to delve into it more and realizing that, you know, it's completely all, <laughs> all linked, you know, and you can't do one without the other in a way, you know, and I feel like I'm going off track, but I feel like that's more mm. where we're at now. And I yeah. guess with mindfulness, particularly as well, there's a lot of research, isn't there, into neuroscience. There is. Brain work. Yeah, there's, there's real scientific studies that back it, which is what I love. I mean, yeah. John Kabat-Zinn in the 70s, um, he was the chap that took mindfulness from Buddhism, stripped it of spirituality. So he created, in a sense, a map that anybody, regardless of their beliefs, uh, regardless of their spiritual beliefs, uh, whether they have any or not, they can still practice mindfulness. And he took it into America. And at the time, he was working in a hospital with patients. And um, he did mindfulness with the patients every single day for eight weeks. And that was the first scientific study that was based on mindfulness. And they recorded the results of the patients after eight weeks. And they found that there was an increase in happiness. There was a decrease in depression, a decrease in anxiety improvement in quality of sleep. There was also better pain management. There was so many benefits. And since then, there's been so many studies that have been done, um, scientific studies that have been done on mindfulness that are, are normally based on this system of over an eight week period. Um, and there's just so many um, benefits. It, the list is endless, you know, mm. but um, it's not a magic pill. And I say this to people, it's like, you know, if I decide to go to the gym, one visit I might you know feel like yeah okay you know what I'm feeling good and I've you know lifted some weights I've done a bit of cardio I've had a swim or whatever it might be and I feel the benefits of it but I'm not going to get this peak physical fitness from going to the gym one time and it's the same thing when it comes to mindfulness so you know you can do it once and of course to do it a little bit is better than not doing anything at all same as you know eating healthily or exercising physically but when we can do it and work it into our daily practice we start to see real benefits the same as you know you can imagine if I was in the gym for eight weeks every single day any of us in the gym for eight weeks every single day we know we're going to get some tangible results yeah. um, and it's the same with the mind you know if we even think of the mind as a muscle um, that we can train it we can train our mind and we can start to come back into alignment yeah. because when I say come back into alignment because um, we're living in a time now where we're being thrown so much information all the time I mean whether it's uh, our TVs our phones um, you know we could just walk down the street and information we're being bombarded with information we know about things that might be happening on the other side of the world that traditionally we wouldn't have known about we wouldn't mm. have got that news um, and there's all this information constantly 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 going in and through using techniques like mindful techniques we can start to quieten down that noise we can start to come back into alignment start to come back into balance with nature with our environment mm. and um you know start to use more of the mind as a result of that as well mm. um but ladies I have a habit of uh, talking and talking so I'm going to take a breath <laughs> it's, it's amazing it's 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 something that I we've talked about the law of polarity haven't we and it's mm. just occurred to me that you know we're 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 in this age aren't we where we're totally bombarded like more than we ever have our oh, minds yeah. are having to take on like you were saying Pam 
more information I I read some fact and I'm going to misquote it but it was something like we take more information in now in a day than they would have done in a year sort of in like this you know the 18th century or whatever yeah maybe that polarity is in play there so you know because of that we're now more than ever looking and needing like ways to looking for you know ways to to quieten our minds and to absolutely absolutely and even if we just take the phone for example um you know if we've if I've got a lot of different apps open on my phone the battery's gonna go Mm -hmm. um if I've got one app the phone's gonna work better um battery will last that little bit longer and it's the same with our minds you know we're juggling so many thoughts if we imagine all these different thoughts all these different layers of thoughts all these different things that we're thinking um one on top of the other um the different apps and if we can just think right okay you know what what's happening in front of me right now because that's what mindfulness is it's just about being in the moment yeah are you ladies happy for me to share a a short exercise with you of how to come into the moment oh yeah i think the i think the listeners would love that yeah Yeah. that would be amazing (laughs) (laughs) so one of the ways that i love to help guide people back into the moment is just by using our five senses as we've got them we're using them all the time but are we using them consciously so if you just you know whether you're listening at home right now if you just or or, you know wherever you may be unless of course you're driving a car I don't recommend you do this if you're driving or operating any machinery but if you can just focus on find a visual point something to look at and look at something and imagine you're looking at it for the first time it might be something, you know, if you're in your house right now or, you know, you're somewhere familiar, it might be something that you've looked at many times. But just have this narrative going in your mind of what you can see. What's the shape? What's the colour? Is there any writing? Really take it in and imagine your mind is a camera and you're taking a photograph of what you're looking at. So wrap your mind around what you can see. And when any other thoughts come in, which is natural, just go back to actually right now I'm looking at this and this is what I see and when you've taken that mental photograph just close your eyes and bring up that picture in your mind's eye and now just see what you can recall really see that picture what you can remember and now tune in to any sounds that you can hear So you can hear my voice. What else can you hear? Maybe traffic, maybe birds, maybe nothing. Can you hear yourself breathing? And just take a deep breath in and give yourself a little sigh. So you can actually hear your breath. And at the same time, just release the past. Release the day. Release whatever thoughts chattering away. You don't even need to know what. It's just the intention. And now we're going to still keep our eyes closed and stay with the breath. Feel the breath. So we're moving on to physically feeling. Feel the breath moving in and out of the body. Sat down. Feel the chair supporting your weight. Feet on the ground. Temperature in the room. 
and now emotionally feeling, check in on how you're feeling. And because there's such a strong mind and, mind and body connection, I like to switch it. So I always tell myself I'm feeling happy and I'm feeling relaxed. Just allow yourself to smile a little bit. Notice, can you feel that happiness inside when you do so? To change how you're feeling. Now, taste the taste that may be in your mouth right now. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe you can taste something. And just move your tongue around your mouth just to engage that sense of taste. Now breathe in through your nose. Taking three deep breaths in through your nose and just pick up any smells. Just focus on that sense of smell. When you're ready, just open your eyes and come back to me. So what we just did then is use our five senses to bring ourselves into the moment. We shut down all the other apps and focused on one. And in that sense, of course, I asked you to close your eyes, um, but we could do this when we're walking. You don't have to close your eyes. Eating, shower, toothbrush, this is ways that we can just come into the moment. Um, first time I went to see a meditation teacher, he said to me, sit there and don't think anything. I thought, ton of thoughts. I came out of there thinking, oh, can't do this. Um, but I just needed something to focus on. And once I discovered that I'm actually I can use either my breath or I can use my five senses to keep me here, stop my mind from going all over the place because my mind still needs to focus on something so I can focus on what's happening right now in front of me. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of it. I think as well with you, when you were talking about the, the word practice, as opposed to just doing it a couple of times, I think that's like you were saying, the examples of being in nature and things like that, you can bring it in for it to become a practice in so many different ways, even just in the morning, you know, like you were saying about connecting with your breath, yeah. you know, connecting mm-hmm. with your breath and, and doing that practice because, you know, Sibby often talks or refers to the monkey mind, don't you? Of yeah. How it <laughs> likes to be busy. And with mindfulness, it feels like it's, it's just shifting from that place to this place. And, you know, you could probably go into, you probably know about the brain waves and how that affects us and, and then what that does to our whole being and, you know, vibration and mm. it all kind of ties in together, doesn't it? And I, I think that, you know, in today's society with everything that's going on, like we've already talked about being overstimulated and bombarded with information, it's almost like this is, this is now a, a key survival tool for yeah. people to have to survive this um, environment that... Absolutely. I think that's, you hit the nail on the head there when you're saying, you know, a key survival tool because we've never we've never been in this place as humanity before where we're getting so much information. Mm-hmm. And, you know, life is not always easy. Um, you know, I have yet to meet somebody who's not dealing with something. Yeah. And, and I say this because, you know, for anybody who's listening right now, if you're going through stuff, you're not alone um, and it will pass. 
and you know um even myself since even since i've been on this path and even since i've been doing this practice you know there's so many things that can come up that i have to deal with um but mindfulness also increases your resilience gives you that clarity of mind it gives you that inner strength to deal with something when you're dealing with it and even john john cabot's in he said you can't stop the waves but you can learn how to surf Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we're doing. We're learning how to surf because, yeah, the waves will still come. But if you've got the mindfulness and you've got the skills, one of the things, you know, and there's different ways of practicing it. That was just one way that I've shared there. It just yeah. helps us um, not get so caught up in whatever might be presenting itself. Yeah. And, and just gives us a bit of perspective as well. Mm. I've got quite I've had a real journey with mindfulness actually because I think I mentioned it I possibly mentioned it to you but I I suffered with anxiety for for years and years and um from about the age of 17 I think I had an, my first anxiety attack managed to kind of leave those behind but was then a very was then my anxiety was just generally you know at a level where if something just something could just throw me off really easily I'm talking like just an exchange with someone at the school pickup or you know and like just that wasn't even outwardly bad but it would set off my anxiety and I um I love that senses one because I went to a mindfulness workshop and it must have been about 2018. I think it was about 2018 or something. And one of the things that the teacher did was um, just the listening part. So, and I found that so powerful that I've shared it with, you know, so many people sort of over the years, but um, I started to practice mindfulness. And so whenever I had um, an anxious thought, I gradually, as you say, it's a practice was able to separate the thought and I love the imagery of it floating by like a cloud yeah you know you say you watch the thought and let it pass by like a cloud you don't have to engage with that thought and it was just and and I have actually got to a point now where if I have those anxious thoughts they don't even I don't even have to I don't even engage do you know what I mean and my life has changed dramatically because of mindfulness like I used to live in that state of fear and anxiety most of the time and now Um, it's a fraction fraction. that's so amazing and and it's lovely for you to share that as well because a lot of people uh, experience this Mm. and I you know I give the analogy I don't know if you can see because my filter here but this is a water bottle that I'm holding in my hand here and um, if you imagine that this is the mind and what happens is we we record things in our subconscious. Information's always going in and we're recording and we're recording and we're recording and then it gets full. And if you imagine, you know, that bottle, imagine it's full and that's, you know, an analogy for the mind. And once it's full, it starts to overflow. We can't cope with it anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's when we start to get the anxiety. That's when we can, you know, suffer from panic attacks or, um, you know, depression mental health because it's full but then by practicing the mindfulness you just give yourself a little bit of space and start to empty because just as like say for example if I cut I had a little cut I don't need to 
tell my body what to do to heal. It knows what to do. There's an intelligence there. It's more intelligent than my conscious mind. It knows what to do. And it's the same with the mind when we can just empty, give it a bit of space, come into the moment. It knows what to do. It knows how how we are to be in balance. Um, so that's just incredible to be in. Even myself, when I started off on this journey, I used to work um, with women fleeing domestic violence and it was a really, really stressful job. And for me, I got full. And I used to suffer from anxiety. And I used to think, you know what? At the time I was managing the women's centre and I used to think, you know what? We're helping women. We're helping them in terms of, you know, to um, educate them and help them be financially independent. Um, But I knew that there was a huge missing piece of education, which was the mind. And how do we actually use our mind? to um, navigate our way through because things could have happened in the past um, and that memory would keep coming up and triggering um, a person rather than them seeing actually right now I'm okay and mm. I'm and I'm in a in a I'm set I'm in a safe space and right now this is the beauty that I can see this is what's around me but sometimes the memories the negative memories would be so strong that they couldn't see past that they couldn't see into the moment so I took myself off did lots of different courses did NLP did lots of other different seminars um, at the mindfulness and combined it all together Um, and one of the things that I learned and one of the things that I do in my workshops with people as well is it's an NLP technique it's how to shrink down um, negative memories and blow up positive memories and the thing what happens is when we give something our full attention even if it's just for a few seconds it's like a record button gets pressed in the subconscious and it goes in and it and even freud said we're puppets of the subconscious mind we're just operating off the subconscious mind but when we can um you know when when something negative is happening we're so in the moment and say for example if we're having an argument with somebody we're so we can be so engrossed in it and in the moment that it records and it goes in deeper than maybe having a laugh with somebody because that emotional intensity is there more for the negative experience or if mm-hmm. something negative has happened in our lives and even watching the TV. This is what I learned, you know, when I when, throughout the journey is sometimes you know I, we could be watching the TV, but it, when I if I'm on the edge of my seat and if I'm giving that my full attention, it's all going in. And um, it's recording and the mind doesn't know the difference. Mm. But when we can then think, right, okay, you know what? Okay, that's okay. There's these negative recordings in there, but now I'm taking charge of my mind. One, by practicing the mindfulness and being in the moment so that I can balance, so that I can have a happier environment in the mind um, and appreciate what's actually happening around me rather than thinking about something that's happened previously. And then also um, putting emotional intensity behind positive memories. So it's about bringing up that positive memory. They're, they're little mini movies. We've recorded little mm-hmm. mini movies. So it's about how to manipulate that movie, how to edit that movie, bring up that movie, and then, you know, add more good stuff to it. Imagine, like, you know, if it's your wedding day, you know, really blow it up. What's the colours? What can you see? What what's the positive comments that people made? Or, you know, what... 
how did you feel? Really blow up that feeling, bring in a taste, bring in a smell, wrap your whole mind around it by bringing in your five senses, wrap your whole mind around creating this positive mental movie. And this is one of the things that I do in my sessions with people as well is yeah. I'll help them record seven positive memories into a meditation. Mm. So you're actually, you know, you do the meditation and then boom, into the into the subconscious mind you're you're putting all those positive things that have already happened but blowing them up because most of us are blessed enough to have more good things happen to us through our life than negative mm. but it might seem that the negative is bigger and it's just simply because of how it's recorded and as i mentioned at the beginning we're all going through stuff we've all been through stuff yeah. we're not immune to it we're human beings. We might have to deal with bereavement. Uh, we might have to deal with loss, um, divorce. You know, there's so many negatives that can go on. Mm. But then, yes, it, it's. I, I'm one of these people where I actually believe it's good to face face it, look at it, deal yeah. with it, yeah. work your way through it, use mindfulness to help strengthen your resilience and get through it, and then blow up the positives. I think as well, just what, well, as you're talking, I think what's the sort of a common problem for people, and I know that I've had this and, and other people that I, you know, I'm friends with and I've worked with as well, but it's almost like the mind becomes unruly and if it's left unchecked, it's, and by default, we're not doing that work to check in. So we're not becoming more conscious. We're not becoming our own creators. We just go into a default mode. And in that default mode, the mind's like, I've got free reign here, let's go. Yeah. And it does all this stuff. And I think that, you know, your message and what you're helping people to do in your teachings is, is about, do you know what? You've got to put yourself back in, into that driver's seat and you've got, you've got to become more conscious and you've got to, you know, take charge of the mind, because if you don't, this is what happens. And, mm -hmm. you know, for me, it's, it, I've always thought of that, you know, the iceberg um, image of all of the stuff that we're not conscious of. And it, it's not to say we need to be conscious of it all. But when we go into that other place, that other state through mindfulness or through meditation or my background's creative expressive art therapy, you know, it, whether it's music, art, dance, drama, doesn't matter how you do it or walking in nature. When you go into that um when you go into that state, you step into a different place of awareness. And a bit like you were saying with the clouds mm -hmm. coming across with the, um, you know, as a thought, it's like, we're, we are more than just, you know, how our mind is. We're the masters. We, yes. we can be. And, and that awareness, and I don't know mm. who, who quoted, but they said something about just have an awareness of some of those thoughts. And now ask yourself, who are you? The awareness that you've got now watching those, who are you? Mm. and I'm like oh mm, well, I like that that's expansive oh I've just I've just I've gone beyond global <laughs> <laughs> I've gone universal you know who are you yeah. you're in that awareness yeah. and that I think that that's something that I'm seeing hopefully more and more with people um you know finding this type of uh work or finding these uh practic practices and things like that that they are um, more open to and stepping into um, and we need it. We need it to be modelled for our younger generation, for our yeah. children, and you know, teenagers. I mean, I, when I was a teenager, boy, did I get bombarded with thoughts. I was like, oh, oh yeah. my god, yeah. could they be any more negative? 
new. <laughs> yeah, like, the same. I was horrendous. The same. Yeah. Um, so it's just so key. And I'm so pleased that, um, you know, you've shared all of that um, with us and, and with people listening because it's needed, isn't it? Yeah, it's a just it, it really is. And it's such a powerful practice. <clears throat> and I know, like, as I've shared, you know, for me, it was a complete. Yeah. Life changer. life changer yeah 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 absolutely and and we like I said you know we we think what we're eating we think you know perhaps we think you know what we're doing physically and it is so important to think well what are we actually doing for our mental health and something that you said there in terms of the children in terms of the next generation um through covid I was working with a mental health charity and one of the chaps that worked there he said he said to me he says Pam he says mental health is the next pandemic yeah yeah you're right and we're seeing that now we are seeing that and I you know I just for people that want to um I like to help them navigate them navigate themselves back into reality now that might seem like a bit of a strange concept what am I saying here navigate yourselves back into reality you know people listening might be like well I'm I'm, I'm here right now but are you you know um Dr Wayne Dyer he's a teacher that I've drawn inspiration on over the years many many teachers I've had um Dr Wayne Dyer he actually said something he said are you now here or are you nowhere so we're using the same letters there if you Mm. write that out are you Mm. now here or are you nowhere the difference is is where you put the spacing Mm. and when we're off thinking about something we can be nowhere yeah and then we're not using our full human abilities by being in our body being conscious of what is actually happening around us Mm. and we have intuitions and sometimes you know if we're dealing with a problem when we're caught up in it um we don't know what to do but if Mm. we can come out of it get into nature Mm. or get into doing something that's fun write a list of a hundred things you love to do you know things that make you smile even if it's like playing your favorite song music for me is a great state changer Mm. you know whatever works for you and get into the flow get into the moment and the solution comes you know I get ideas it's often when I've dropped it if I'm thinking about it you know I'm I'm in it I'm in it yeah when I can just think right you know what it's okay I trust something's got me through to this point in my life and it will get me through whatever it is that I'm going through Mm. and I'm going to trust and I'm going to be in the moment and the answer will come and it does we do have more to us um, and there is more to experience but to experience that we can't be thinking conventionally Mm. conventional thought won't get us there it's about coming out of fixed thoughts um, and and being fluid and being in the flow and being in the now for it to come. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. absolutely. I agree with that. And that's why creativity, I think, is yeah. such a huge yeah. um, superpower, isn't it? Because it's, it, it, it's, I'm thinking about the, the way you're saying about the subconscious. Um, I almost feel like as well that if you're if you can be the ma- more of the master of it, you can almost set it to work. I, I, it may it may <laughs> on what you want it to be, yeah. you know, like yeah. when you've got a question or a, a yeah. problem. And it just made me remember, yes, you're right, um, yeah. you know, that um, in my um, book club, I do a spiritual book club. And um, what was the book? But it was talking about Robert Robert Louis Stevenson. 
um, the writer used to um, call his subconscious, he used to call it his brownies. Ah. If he was trying to come up with a story, he'd set the intention before he went to sleep. I need need an idea for this story. And he called it his brownies. So he would set the brownies to work and (laughs) he would have his story idea in the morning. And I love that because that's a kind of a mastery, isn't it? And a trust. I trust I have the answers I trust I have this story idea Mm. in there and if I intend you know that I will that that will um, come up for me yeah it's a combination of intention and relaxation isn't it yeah so it's like relaxing the mind so the mind's not as agitated or you know as full and then setting the intention then relaxing again he's relaxed by going to sleep yeah, and then he's, he's he's got it in the morning. Yeah, yeah. that's why I, I love that. That's why people have amazing um, ideas or insights in the shower, or yeah. when they're driving somewhere and they're kind of you yeah. know. Switching. You often, I'm going to say it. You often hear people say, oh, "In the middle of the night, toilet." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've heard so, so many people say, "I get my best ideas sat on the toilet." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> where's my notepad and pen <laughs> to write on the tissue? <laughs> it's it's it's, yeah it's definitely a phenomenon isn't it yeah (laughs) and and as as well I I um I quite like the the idea of what you were saying about going back or forwards and I always think you know the mind can be like a tart you know like the tart is Doctor Who you can go back and I think for me I went through a a period or a phase of going back all the time and I and I um you know was really at that point suffering from depression and it was quite severe and I was very much stuck in the replay of of stuff that happened mm. that, you know, I was um, not seeing myself in a very kind way, let's say. Yeah. I was also being projected on by the people, but that was, and it was that stuck in that replay. And then, you know, a, a few people that, that really find themselves getting anxious, they're always saying they're anxious about the what ifs and what might come and going forwards. And, and it's, it's another analogy I guess or another way of looking at it isn't it that the mind is it can go back and it can go forwards and you know the mindfulness practice very much anchors into the now moment doesn't it the somebody calls it the eternal now I can't remember who oh I like that the eternal now. quotes that yeah. somebody quotes it as the eternal now because it's it's within that now moment that that you make things happen yeah absolutely absolutely so and yeah which yeah, would be a podcast for, uh, about yeah. a completely another yeah. podcast, <laughs> another title, another show. I mean, <laughs> we, could, we could we could be talking forever here. Yeah. Topic. Um, but what you're saying about being in that loop and being stuck in that loop, it's that like, it's like that mental movie's been recorded mm. of a negative experience, and we can get stuck in it. It's happened yeah. to me in the past, and people um, projecting it onto you. Yeah. In my case, they were projecting it onto me, reminding me all the time, every little thing. Oh, you like this, you do this. Blah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, how I, I can't cope. I got yeah. full, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just get stuck. Well, for me, I got stuck. I got stuck in that place and it took a few things to get me out. But, mm. you know, I'm sure people can relate to that and, and potentially experience that. Yeah. Um, and, and well done um, for getting yourself out. And, you know, sometimes we can do it by ourselves and sometimes we need help. We do. And it's okay. It's okay to get help. Um, 
Mm. Um, and yeah, we can get back in that driver's seat. Yeah. Um, I, I I could chat to you a lot longer, but we, we're going to have to wrap it up for uh, today's show. But for people interested in you, um, you know, or they'd like to find out about more about mindfulness and how they can work with you. Is there a place that they can go to do that or how yeah, you can, can find me it? online? I'm on most social media platforms. I'm not on TikTok, um, but I am on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, I'm on there as Pam Sidhu. Okay. I do also have a YouTube channel as well. And there's some meditations on there as well. I also, as, as you've introduced me, I work on the radio. So there's a lot of media stuff yes, yeah. on my social media and on my YouTube channel. But there is the mindfulness there as well. Okay. Well, we'll include those links. And um, maybe, you know, maybe you could send me a link for a meditation for the, for our listeners and they can, yeah. you know, yeah. they can uh, do that. Lovely. And we'll put all that on the on the information. And thank book. you for taking us through that meditation as well that was really beautiful yeah thank you pam yeah oh thank you it's been a great way to spend my morning yeah thank you pam thank you thanks for listening so if you would like to connect to us elsewhere in the multiverse well you can you can find me sally at thecreativeyou.co.uk and she's also on Instagram as Sibby Writes. Lots of love. See you soon.